Hi, everyone. Welcome to Betch Slapped. I'm Aileen. And I'm Jordana. Hello, Jordana. Hello, Aileen. Jordana, you were so great yesterday at the You Up Live show. Thank you. It um, was so much fun. Th- and thank you for any, anyone who came out. Yeah. Everyone who was there, it was amazing. There was two shows. I'm so much better at bragging about it than you. Um, there were two fully sold out shows. We had Michelle Wolf at the second show. She was hysterical. She was very funny. She was very funny. And Mateo Lane, who did a great Kira Knightley and uh, Barbara Corcoran oh impression. It was so, so, so good. The second show was wild. Yes. People were wasted. I thought a fight was going to break out between Jared, <laughs> Jared and that girl. either Jared, that girl, and then Michelle Wolf. I felt kind of bad because like I, I was like, should I break this up or no, should I just you sit were here silent. laughing? There was this, the one girl, she was like getting, she, first of all, Jared was calling her angry girl. and She, she was kind of. And she was like, she was like, well, you know what? I'm from Staten Island. And then I thought, and then she got up really fast after like Jared moved on to the next person i thought she went to go beat up michelle wolf in the bathroom oh my god <laughs> like, i swear to god that's so what I, I ran to the bathroom to see where everyone was to make sure everything was, was she okay yeah everyone was fine i Look overreacted at you. you're like sober monitor well, well, not, i was not drunk. really I, I was like a w- bottle of wine in like swooing for everything possible yes. but anyway it was great it was great really job. fun if you guys if you guys are from dallas we're having a live show again in dallas on october 1st so definitely yeah um, get some tickets to that and it is the last week of summer I how know. do you feel how do you I feel honestly about I feel I didn't really feel the summer right I feel like it I feel like we worked a lot and then yeah. it was like kind of like gross out a lot of the time every weekend rained except for last weekend yeah. and then today is probably the hottest day of my existence and all I want to do is just sit it every time I walk by Old Navy it's so um air conditioned that I just want to sit, sit in Old, in Old Navy, Navy. <laughs> all day it's awful but yeah so it's labor day are you oh you're you're going on lies as bachelorette i'm going on our friend's bachelorette to saint tropez (laughs) (laughs) casual fucking trip Um, so that'll be fun i'm i haven't been away this summer like really yet so i'm excited to leave new york city yeah um and that should be amazing. Yeah, Everyone a, should follow Jordana's stories. It's the story. It's a, it's a bachelorette party, so should be wild. Yeah. Probably come back very poor. <laughs> um, so <laughs> yeah, definitely. You know, bittersweet. I, was, I couldn't go to the bachelorette because I have a wedding and it's in the city, so I can't really do anything that week. Okay. And not that I'm, I'm not going to talk shit about the wedding. I love this girl. So, but I kind of don't mind it because it relieves the pressure of having right. to have plans. And now sort of my whole f- weekend is open. It's, and yeah, no nice. one is working like so it's kind of very relaxing very chill but you have free. like one really fun thing to, that's kind of the best when yeah. you have like one really fun thing to do and the other times you get to just like chill my brother got married july 4th weekend of last yeah. year and at first i was like this is annoying it's a holiday weekend i want to do something but yeah. then i was like oh great i have a plan and i can also like chill out for a sec right and you don't have to go to like those like overcrowded places which are just like mobbed because right. it's a holiday weekend exactly well so I'm, I'm making like plans for every day like different seeing different friends who are around a lot of people are actually staying around um i i'm making plans with one of my friends we're gonna go she's gonna come over and we're just gonna drink three olives like i already oh, nice. have so many bottles the rose vodka the rose va- yeah the three olives the rose um i'm already ready like i'm st- i put it in my freezer and i'm just ready like i'm so excited it's gonna be it's sort of like a staycation 
Yeah, that sounds amazing. And Hamptons I love and I love the rosé. It's like just like it's like your regular vodka soda but with like a really nice kick. Yeah. And I love rosé and I love vodka. It's so. very light and refreshing. I'll have to ask them if they have it in uh Saint-Tropez. Do <laughs> <laughs> so you guys have rosé? <laughs> exactly. Um yeah, so really excited for that. So we're doing very opposite things this Labor Day weekend. Yes. And and your birthday's coming up after. It is. I'm going to be 29. Yes. Very, welcome to the welcome I, to the can show. Can I tell you this year feels different because instead of being like I'm 28, I'm 28. Like someone asked me the other day, I think it was like someone I was buying alcohol, like <laughs> how she's like she didn't want to ask me. She's like how old are you? And I said 29 even though I'm still 28 and I just kind of like, I don't even give a shit. Like yeah. I just, I've been saying I'm 29 for like a month now. It's fine. Are you letting go of like yeah, your age I'm letting go of control? My, yeah. Cause I feel like, honestly, I feel like the more concerned with like how old your actual age is, the let, the more it's really kind of a reflection of you kind of feeling a little insecure about where you are in life yeah. rather than like wanting to like, like say that you're younger. Cause there is you can change a lot of things about yourself, right. but your age is really just n uh, not, uh, you can't, you, there's nothing you could do. Like, what do you, right. you can't turn back time. No, it's true. <laughs> and I feel like the times where I was most concerned with getting older was like, I feel like I'm like, I should be somewhere that I'm not at mm. this point. So I like, don't want to be that age because then I'm like another year older where I haven't yeah. done this thing or accomplished this thing that I wanted to do. Um, and I'm feeling maybe it's I'm getting wiser and older. Yeah, I've let go of that a little bit. And That's I'm like great. Embracing where I am in life. I have this feeling that like our 30s, not to age us another extra year. My half birthday is September 14th. Um, what are you doing <laughs> to celebrate? <laughs> Nothing. Um, I have this feeling that like we're just gonna keep doing this whole like introspective i don't know analyses right. and that's what i hear about your 30s you just like own who you are and you yeah. just like give less of a shit what anyone thinks being a little bit more self-aware more sort of con 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 contained con con content content that's the word mm -hmm. contained content with who you are so i'm i'm looking forward to it we're yeah Old bitches in the club. We're Old ready. bitches in the club. We're insensible out of <laughs> wear. Um, okay, let's talk about exactly. sharp objects because that's what we really wanted to discuss. It is. The finale was last Sunday. Um, the finale was interesting. Yeah. Tell me your feelings, concerns, it, comments. It, spoilers ahead if you haven't watched it yet, but you should watch yeah, it. Yeah, just fast forward. We're, we're going to put a timestamp on this to fast on, on the episode to fast forward to when the spoilers end. Right. Um, so I get, okay, the end, I guess I'm gathering from the end is that the sister like did it. She, like, she killed, killed the girls. girls. Yeah. The mom was still, do you think, was, do you think they were saying that the mom was like totally innocent or the mom was still poisoning them? Like, I think life? the mom was definitely poisoning the girls because, because throughout the whole thing, everyone's like, ask her, your mom, what? Right. She was like taking care of them. Did Emma know and just like not care? That's kind of like what it seemed like. She like just. She Emma was like, knew she was she being liked, poisoned. She liked being like taken care of. Yeah. It was like a weird fucked up codependent relationship. Right. Yeah. But I think maybe the mom also knew that Anna killed them and was trying was, to protect was her, protecting her. The whole family. That's why she fucked. was like, that's why she was like still like they were still like had a good relationship after she got yeah, arrested. And that's why she cried to see her because she realized she was protecting her. Yeah. The Why did she do it though? Because she she thought the mom was giving them too much attention. Oh, and she was giving them okay, too much, and they were together. her friends, right? Oh, and, and the she, mom used to like tutor them or something. Yeah, she or, was like, they play, were teach giving them piano. Yeah, they were giving them too. She was giving them too much attention, and that. But I don't get it though because they weren't like 
Okay. And what was the, th- I felt like there was like some unresolved shit. Like what about the brother? Like they didn't really explain like what happened with the, with the girlfriend. Like why I thought maybe like the girlfriend had something to do with it. Cause she was like turned him in and had some weird shit with Emma. I didn't really get it. Yeah. There, there was, okay. So I thought I like, I didn't really think about the episode. I watched it really late at night on Sunday and I like, then I had to watch Insecure, which we can talk about after because I can't go to sleep thinking about sharp objects. Right. Um, so I sort of didn't think about it. And then I watched one, um, someone who works for us, Jesse, she put on her Insta story just like ranting about the show. And I thought it was really funny, but what did she, say? she was basically saying this is like, bullshit the whole show was not about the ending like the right. ending I wanted to know was like, two episodes and that was the best part of the show they should have actually been threading that through right. i don't feel like i feel like there's a lot of unexplained shit like random story arcs that were never like really completed well the, which is i think they want us to watch season oh season there's, a season, two. there's a season two i'm assuming i don't think so it's a book i think it's over did you watch yeah but so was game of thrones then they kept going no there's seven books though star projects is one book like Game no, of Thrones, Game is of like Thrones a series stopped of writing, and the, the guy stopped writing. But then they continued the series after. Right. The but show. this was like a one-off. That was like a ser- like j- with like Harry but Potter. Did you like, see? But did you see the end? Like in the credits, or like the after show where they showed the where how the killing the her. What did they say? They, no, they didn't say anything. They showed they showed like Emma killing the girls. Like very, it was like a second. Just watch oh, the after. Okay, I obviously turned this off too soon. It was yeah. like the credits came on and I turned it off. How was I, I supposed oh, to know? Because everyone always fast forwards to see what's next week. Wait, but it was the finale. So well, I, wow, the one time. The one you one time. I but missed anyway, the whole time. So Jesse was like, it was just stupid because it's like this all of a sudden Munchausen's by proxy. Right. Yeah, Lisa Rinna. Like, and it was just all of a sudden Yolanda there. Foster. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it was gone. Right. They didn't like develop anything like to completion. I wanted to know what happened with like Chris Messina. Um, and then, and the other thing that Jesse said was that I kind of like, because she's also in films that she's an editor. She was like, they were so like, ve- they were very loud about Amy Adams, alcohol addiction. Like they were just constantly showing you the bottles. They were, mm-hmm. con- she was an aggressive alcoholic. Also, her hair just looked beautiful all the time. It didn't really make sense because she lived out of the yeah, park, which is also like really shit, funny. But, yeah, but anyway, these the are not my it. observations. But also that then all of a sudden, the way that they show the whole the big reveal was two seconds in the credit. Like right. that was subtle. But everything else that didn't really ma- matter was so like obnoxiously like thrown in your face. Right. And also, like, I don't even have an issue with like there being a lot of moving parts, but finish like finish the storylines they're just kind of like yeah there's a lot of hanging i did like that it came to like completion though when she because like they showed like that she wasn't there was like the elephant tusks that they turned into the thing yeah and then she turns the kitchen in the dark like or the room in the dollhouse with the teeth with the teeth of the girl and amma was the one who pulled them right which is fucking crazy yeah, I the thought the, ta- the dad. I thought like maybe this. What was up right. with the stepdad? Like, and the dad he, was nuts as was fuck. he involved? Like they didn't say. Yeah, they didn't say if he was involved, but he was also like lying to Christmasina, so he was clearly like complicit. The in dad some way. knew that she poisons the daughters because she he was like, "Don't go overboard." Like maybe mm-hmm. give it a rest, and she's like, "That's what." He said the body has natural healing powers, so I was like, "Okay, like maybe he doesn't know." No, but I, I the. 
I think that was like sort of like it'll, she'll die on her own. Yeah, they needed to explain like why the dad was like complicit. They didn't. I wanted like that's a, why I think I, there's going to be a season. I would have been fine with them even just like literally outright explain like having a thing where like this is why there's going like, to be a season two. Big complicit. Little Lies was one book. They're they're season two. They're going to keep going. They, I, how can they not? They have Amy Adams. Everyone likes the show. Everyone's confused. It started as fuck. off very fucking slow. I love Chris Messina. Same. Like I just good. loved him, and I. Amy and Adams was really good at being like this, like she was monster. really, really good. And like the scene where she realizes that her mom may have done it and she calls the that was some that was good. And then she was like letting her poison her because I think she was She's so depressed. Was, no, no. I think she was protecting her sister. Oh, because like if she, she let her do it to then her, she wouldn't be poisoned. But then the sister was like kind of jealous or something almost of that. Then the sister got jealous because she didn't go to the Christmas scene. He didn't, she didn't go to the detective when she told her to save her. Right. She didn't want to be saved. The whole thing needs a lot more explanation. I, I don't think it's coming back. I do. I think they're going to come. Everyone's talking about the show. It's going to come back. I, Emma looked crazy. But why all of a sudden did she decide to make her so sick in those few last days you know those last Maybe episodes she thought she was like catching on to like what she was doing so she's like no not amy amma amma was because in the end um the detective was like she developed like a tolerance mm-hmm. but that the, the uh, marion didn't You're she died what? so okay so marion died she, what's her face poisoned her completely that was crazy when they were like with rat poison and antifreeze yeah. Ugh. it reminded me of the sixth sense um Cause that remember that girl. Yeah, um, the Munchausen's like storyline is like a little easy, I think, but like you said, like it was revealed and just like Munch. The woman's like Munchausen's, like that's what it is. Like, it was easy and it was like obvious. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like it was just here's this med medication you're gonna keep taking. Right, just it. keep drinking this weird. No one's ever like, well, what's what is that? Well, th- she does do that, and she's like, don't worry. Yeah. And like, know. why wouldn't they tell on the mom to someone? Right. Or like the friend, the friend kind of knew, but she also didn't say anything because she's like, I didn't think anyone would believe me. Then again, they're talking, they're saying that this is like South. This is, you know, wind gap. Right. <laughs> um, and, you know, maybe people are just like that. Everyone's an alcoholic, which you can see through right. what's I mean, her she name. She clearly had a lot of trauma. It was traumatizing. What do you think about the season of Insecure? Um, I like it. Yeah. I love. I think it. I, I think really, I like last season a little more, but maybe it's getting into it. I just want Issa to tell Daniel she can rap, so they can be a duo of music and amazingness. I love the music on that show. It is really good. I also like the way that they like bring up like cultural issues in a very like casual way. That's not like heavy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I like, like their discussion about like the black law firm. Right. Yeah. That's, what, that's what I was thinking of specifically. Yeah. I was thinking about that where they were like, cause it's like they bring up like, like real important issues, but they're not brought up in a way that's like condescending. Right. Or white people are stupid. Right. And it's kind of feel, it just feels like it feels like light and like organic. And it, yeah. Right. And it's so light and refreshing. It, and it makes like it makes I, I feel like I get it. I more, get it more. more and I like I, the show. I yeah. And I still can. I can laugh with everyone who's watching. Right. I feel like I can appreciate cultural differences and also enjoy them. Yeah. As well. I, yeah. But I just want. Oh, Issa's so funny. 
she, the whole what, thing is it, like she's her makeup so, looks great she's just so great it was she's she was so funny and then when what's her the the friend was like you have to get out of his bed she goes my back <laughs> it was just so the cheetos funny. bar was this, very funny yeah that was really really great Ugh. anyway for everyone who was an insecure fan email us what do you is do you think like Daniel and her are going to get together in the end. Do you think that's I the line? I kind of the Lawrence ca- character. I like that. I think that's why maybe I'm not feeling it as much this season. I did like the like. You don't think they're going to bring him back? I don't know. He hasn't been in it yet. I liked like, I liked like the tense, the tension between like her maybe getting back with him and maybe not, or like the fe- the unresolved feelings there. I really like that plot line. So I'm hoping they bring I think they that might back bring him back. Way. Yeah. I think and, they like m- the whole story with his like side girls with like, do you remember he was like, he like left her family barbecue thing. It yeah. was like weird. I don't know. And I also sort of, I like the plot line of her sort of her career journey of like, I'm sure there's so many people who can really, you're in a job for five years. You don't give a shit about right. and you're just here. What am I doing? Speaking of which, Oh yes. Speaking of which, what a great transition. I know our book. We're so excited about it. It's coming out October 23rd. You can pre-order it now everywhere. Amazon, Barnes and Noble, yeah. indie books, betches.co slash W H H. It's um, uh, it's called When's Happy Hour. Work hard so you can hardly work. It's a very funny career book. Again, if we do say so ourselves, and we think you're gonna love it. Pre-order yeah. it now. Get it the day it comes out. It's just gonna be at your door, and you, everyone can learn something. I we learned a lot while writing it. Yeah, but we also had a lot of fun. It's like a fun also informative book yeah. which is the best kind of learning experience and we're, we try to say I think that you can agree we mm-hmm. try to say the things that you don't normally get out of a nor- like any of those career books that are just like super like take themselves very seriously and all, just, but also like or just a little, a little bit too fluffy or condescending and we just try to tell it to you straight like we do in our podcast like we do in our articles like we do everywhere else um, where you, our, our memes everywhere you read batches so and it comes wh- out October 23rd October pre-order 23rd. it now pre-order it okay let's do an email yes you want to read all it right. dear batches oh, I just have a lot of feelings Dear Betches, love the podcast. I never considered myself a podcast person until I stumbled upon Betch Slapped. From there, I continued on uh, to subscribe to Diet Starts Tomorrow, The Bachelor, and my latest new favorite, You Up. Thanks. On to the issue at hand. A few years ago, a family member who lives in the same town as me hired a girl around my age to work for them. She is super nice and fun, and we immediately hit it off. I knew there was a chance things could get complicated since she worked for my family, but I wasn't too worried about it since she seemed so chill and relaxed, and we genuinely had a great time together. Things took a turn around a year ago when she became incessantly needy for my time. I'm newly married, run a small consulting gig where I work for myself, which means I have to hustle and work longer hours than usual, and just bought a home, which we are renovating. I have a lot on my plate at the moment, and while I love to see friends, I can't hang out at a moment's notice every day. She doesn't seem to get this. She texts me several times a day, even though I can't always answer right away. We'll send... Three question marks if I don't. <laughs> Snapchats me constantly and then messages oh within the app if I don't respond. Makes dinner plans with with me without checking if I'm even available. Invites herself over to my house mid-reno. Oh my God. This is literally that Reno? movie. M- mid-renovation. Oh, renovation. Sorry. Reno. Reno. Uh, you get the picture. It's still getting awkward to constantly tell her I'm busy, which is true, but her lacking of getting the hint of when I need some space, some time to myself is starting to really get to me. I don't want to be mean to her as she's single and really wants to find someone, but every time we go out, she expects me to introduce her to guys and won't strike up conversations on her own. Every time we do hang out, she airs her grievances about guys and work, etc., for hours while she barely asks any questions of me. 
I know she's insecure and genuinely a sweet person, but I feel like she's maybe treating me like a crutch too much. Um, help. How do I handle the situation without making things awkward? I want to be her friend, but I feel as though I can't give her what she needs from this friendship. She wasn't always like this for the record. Overwhelmed batch. Um, more like why so obsessed with me right uh, i feel like first of all i just want to point out that this girl seems very mature in the way that she like talks about her she's not saying like she's not overly negative she's not like why are you so obsessed with me like that kind she's not like right. regina georging her she's like empathic she's yeah and she's like i she's using me as her crutch and so i thought that was legit this girl seems a little crick great <laughs> yeah i mean she seems like she has her own like like psychological issues that she needs to work through i can see how that's like swim i can i understand this because it's like on the one hand like isn't really your problem um but, but she's she, your friend so you want to be like there and help her no, but, but you also, also she can't avoid this is her problem because right. she's using her right well this she's this girl is making her psychological problems your problems right which is very tough have you ever had to tell like a friend to back off um <laughs> no 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 i haven't had to everyone gives you the perfect amount of <laughs> attention um have you ever had like a friend who like wanted a lot of your attention when you like could not yeah yes or anyone in your life but oh. yes yes but here's i just like i i try to set boundaries and i'll say like okay i'm really busy these next weeks so i have this this and that right um let like, I, I give explanations i'm not trying to i not to, trying to blow the person off and then i'll say like i can make time how's this Let, let's do this this and that right and like i try to be a little bit more um like I guess understanding, like especially if this person was going through something, like oh I'll schedule maybe I'll schedule like a FaceTime call or right. or, or set up time. That's a really good good idea. I think I've I've gotten that advice from my own therapist when dealing with anyone in my life, family members, friends, anyone yeah. who's like kind of like they're like they're anxious, so they're like they yeah. want like they need to be like when you when you contact them they feel like a relief. So like what can put that at ease, like you said, is to be like hey like I'm having like a really busy week. If you want to chat, like I'm free at like Thursday, Thursday night. Do you want to have a call and we can like talk through, talk this through? Yeah, right. And then they'll kind of like you're explaining yourself and then you're giving them a time when you're going to give them the attention so they don't feel like they're being blown off. Yeah. But you're also like letting them know that you have boundaries. For sure. Because if you have, if you don't like suggest an alternative, like a solution to your busyness, Right. right be then it'll feel like you're blowing them off and then it'll feel like they're, they're gonna build it up in their head it's like you're a bitch right or like she there's something wrong with me that she doesn't like me that kind of thing right and, and but instead if you show like everything's chill i'm honestly busy here's what i have going on and then you say mm -hmm. i'm free like let's chat or you know what actually if you're around i can get lunch at this day right it's like a um yeah, you want to like cre create a close a, a friendship where someone feels like they can count on you, but also that you have like a boundary as well. Boundaries, like friendship doesn't mean no boundaries. Friendship right. doesn't mean you can just like that the person is available to you 24-7. It means that they care about you and they can make time at some point to do that. But it doesn't mean like they everyone needs to be like on call for your emotions 24-7. Right. I need to learn that for like personal my own relationship <laughs> um yeah okay but yeah so, i think as long as you let the person know that you care about them 
and you're setting aside a specific time to do that when it's convenient for both of you, not just one person. Because just because something's convenient for one person doesn't mean it's convenient for the other. Yeah. So for this for this girl, I would really suggest just do using this sort of as a formula. Like I can't do anything this week. I you know I have so much going on. This renovation, this construction guy is coming. Blah blah blah. Um, and it just honestly stresses me out when people just show up out of nowhere. Like I need some control. I need like you know appointments. Right. So I would love. I really I would love to see you. How is Saturday at 3 p.m. That exactly. kind of thing. That's perfect. Um, you want to read the next email? Yes. Okay. Hey, Betches. Love the podcast. I was wondering if you could help me with a friend situation. I've been best friends with quote unquote Paige for 12 years. She's my best friend. She's a wonderful friend except for one thing. She is so negative and complains constantly. Her life is currently in shambles. Her words, not mine. She's been talking quote unquote to a guy who won't commit to her at all for the past two years. She is she has some family drama and quite honestly, I feel like she's dealing with depression slash anxiety, but refuses to see a therapist because she doesn't quote unquote believe in them. What do you do when someone you love refuses to seek help or even refuses to take steps to better her life? Let's start with saying goodbye to the loser fuck boy whose case causes so much pain. But anywho, it's gotten to, sorry, to the point where I don't want to answer her texts anymore because they're always so sad and depressing or negative. Am I awful? I've spent so much time talking to her about how she feels and letting any advice I can, but she doesn't hear any of it. Am I an awful best friend? What do I do? How can I help my best betch? <laughs> Sincerely, best friend, betch. So this is like similar to the last one, but a little different. Yeah, I feel like... This is about like her friend's attitude. Yeah, she's negative and she's right. complaining and, and that can be taxing on your own self. It's very... Right. That's tough also. I think possibly she's not looking for your advice. She just wants someone to like... She wants someone to complain to and honestly like maybe come up with something to complain about mm -hmm. and then see if she like is responsive. Just see if she's just trying to use you to talk sh talk about herself you know, or she's actually trying to like right. maybe have you relate to her instead of constantly giving her advice or talk down. You know what I mean? Because sometimes she wants you to just be like, oh, like I totally get that. That must be like, yeah, that's that's really sucks. Like I've been through something. Similar. I'm doing it. Yeah. And right. that's all. And then like, I think people can get go through phases in their life where they are not great to be around. They're like, right they're You know what I mean? They're not in a good place. They're the outlook. They see everything through like negative everything just seems like it's falling apart. What I think the most you can do is, is give her like a distraction, do something fun right. with her, maybe try to like lift her spirits. I've some, that doesn't work for everyone. Some people just yeah. like kind of want, she's going to complain yeah. through that, through that lifting. Right. Sometimes people like want to be, they're in a place where they want to be depressed. I think what you could say to her is like, listen, like you seem like you're really down. If I get, you don't want to seek professional help. I'm happy to like, I'd love to like take you out. We can go, go do something fun, but like, I need you to be like, to try. I need you to try to be positive because like, I, I want to help hard. you get there. I want, I need you to try and I'm, let's do something fun. I'm here for you. But like me just like kind of like commiserating and like, and uh, us both being negative well, isn't really going to help. Uh, yeah. I, I'm not saying like constantly be negative with her. I'm just saying, first of all, it's possible she could, I don't like when people sort of just use me as like a wall just to air all of their grievances constantly. Right. So, if like if she because then you can have a genuine conversation and be like I feel like all you're really doing is complaining at me and like you're not even listening to, to to what I you know my feelings because then you can have that conversation and then it's not only about she has issues it's like both of you can talk about it right. and then maybe you can get even deeper with what she what she's going through but again at the same time it doesn't 
it doesn't you don't necessarily need to be like the answer she's looking for she's just looking for you know just a friend right and just go and be like i'm so sorry like totally i get it you know we're gonna get through you're gonna get through this i'm here to, i'm here whenever you need me like let's go to the movies right I think that's a good solution. Yeah. It's hard sometimes because like it's hard when you want someone to like change their attitude and that's not. Here's the thing. You might go through this sometime in, that's true. in 10 you'd years. You want her to be there for you. And you, she might be in the best place of her life at that point. That's true. So like. Just you don't keep, need to drown with her, but you can like. Just keep it in mind. Just like be there for the person. Doesn't need to be this whole like I'm going to set intervention. I'm going to sign you up for therapist and we're going to rehab together. You know, like it just be there for the person. Right. Um, Aileen's very good at being there for people. Aww. I have to say. Thanks, Charts. Yes. She's very like logical and yet like calm and like but not like overly like sappy or sentimental. Oh, thanks. I appreciate that. Great advice. Thanks. Okay. I got this one from a Barstool tweet, but I thought it was really funny and that we would enjoy it. Would you rather only be able to take a shit in a gas station bathroom <laughs> or lose your index finger? Um I can only shit in gas stations. Yes, that's the only place. I that one. I'm not losing my fingers. But every time you go, which one's your index finger? Fuck. <laughs> I think it's this one. Your pointy? pointer. I think it's the pointer. Fuck, no, I think. no, the ring. This is the ring. Ring, finger. pinky, middle, middle pointer, pointer, thumb. Yeah, point, it's the no. Point. That's not the no. pointer. Is the index. index? Yeah, it's the pointer. What does the index mean? I can't believe we're this age. <laughs> I wish we didn't say our age in the beginning of this so we don't know um, which fingers finger fingers yeah, okay. it's just a brain fart like it's not it's brain flatulence we're not like we don't know I don't know yeah I'm gonna hope it's I think it's the pointer let's call it the pointer no I don't want to lose my pointer finger I'm sorry I'd rather just shit in gas stations there's so Forever. many of them wake up in the middle of the night you're gonna have to you're, yeah oh they're so gross though you're gonna have to create like a to-go pack like you bring your like toilet you seats <laughs> you bring your poop scented poop, candles potpourri, poopery. Poopery. yeah you bring yeah your scented candles you bring a nice book i guess at least you wouldn't be like if you're with a guy you get to like you know separate so i don't know cast station bathrooms are so disgusting though. yeah like if i have to go in the middle of the night that's rough i guess no, I, no, I, I quit. I'm not answering this. You're not. Lose my index finger. If it was the pinky, I would you be fine because no one notices that, and you don't I need mean, it to grab things. I guess I'm you right could now never doing be a professional sports person. I would never. I would lose my chance of being in the in the U.S. Open. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because that's what's stopping you. Um, <laughs> well, Rusty just broke his finger recently. His pinky finger. Okay, and, and he's fine. Yeah, he's chill. Okay, so we're saying we would lose a pinky finger, index finger, not worth it. Not worth it. Yeah, yeah. Do you agree? Agree. Yeah, we're just going to have to shit in gas stations. Just got to maybe like find the clean ones and just have your go-to like thing. Yeah. Or you'd have to like move. You'd have to like have your gas station You'd have choice. to move your yeah. apartments close to, close to <laughs> a gas station. You'd never run out of gas though. Fair. Right. Um, okay. Would you rather have a toxic relationship with your mother, your daughter, or your BFF? These are all sound very stressful. Your I guess mom. You'd re that's the, you're, you're looking to. Yeah. Mom. Why that? Um, here's why. Because. I think also I've discussed this. <laughs> well, she said that like a woman goes through like he, three huge transitions in her life. It's pr puberty. Um, what's the middle one? Children and like menopause. Okay. And like then within that, it's sort of like once you have a child, like in the middle, you suddenly like 
become you are your own family like your life is now sort of at the top and your mom is sort of like you know right. just your your gram so your then, primary family becomes your main your primary your family and family. your daughters and like your friends like the people around you right and it's kind of weird how you like switch families it's very weird right cha- like women change their last names and yeah. it's like a normal thing yeah it's like you're being sold <laughs> sure it's crazy. um yeah no it is um would you like goat um That's so a very interesting point so my thought is that i think for the majority of your life you're around your Definitely not your daughter. Like, that's the number one I'm throwing out of here. Right. Your BFF would honestly... <sighs> what if your mom is your BFF? Oh, God, <laughs> vomit. I think I think your BFF... I spend... Who do you spend more time with? Your, I guess that's an option. Your BFF. I don't want to spend yeah. more time yeah. with... Yeah, you want... Like, you're... Otherwise, like... And that's your best friend that you have a toxic. Right, so that's right. bad because that means it's you're bad. so like that's the best of your relationship. That's it's your a toxic like, relationship. That's like your confidant besides your exi- uh, significant other. Right. And so your mom, you can sort of create boundaries with your mom. Like I think that most people have like more people have toxic right. relationship with your moms than they have with their like BFFs. Right. And it's you want to like, have a good relationship with your daughter. I agree with you. Okay, great. So toxic relationship with mom. I hope our daughters don't say this. <laughs> they might, but here's yeah. the thing. Like, we'll agree. <laughs> That's true. They can listen to this. You're worried that, that our, that your future children will listen to your stuff and be like, um, I honestly you said that I have a recording, but here it's almost sort of like, imagine like my mom maybe did some crazy shit on VHS, but we can't watch it. <laughs> That's true. Well, it's harder to access. That's what I mean. We can't, there's no VHS players anywhere. Whatever. They'll know we're real people. Yeah. Would you rather give up sex for the rest of your life or give up all foods besides vegetables? What? <laughs> um, give up all foods besides. You get to eat as many vegetables as you want. Yeah. That you're, I just eat vegetables just my vegetables. whole life. Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah, I guess. You're going to be able to have a baby. Yeah. And well, you would, you can right. get around that, but like also those, those two things, um, Do you rather of, feed your body or feed your stomach. I don't know. But you're, those are two same things. I don't know. <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> I'm not making any sense with this one. Here, here's what my pro- thought process is. I think those two things feel different, like emotions in you, in you. And like, let's say you can work on, I'm just going to give some diet starts tomorrow. Talk. You can work on like your emotional eating, and like you can end up feeding yourself with vegetables. Do you think you could be happy only eating I vegetables? I think that if, if you have a choice of only veg, yes, I think there's plenty of people who do it now, like plant-based. <laughs> so, so you know what I mean? That's fair. And we have, we have a plant-based person coming on our episode this, um, this Sunday. If you, you guys should listen. listen to Diet Starts tomorrow. It's very real. Very real. So yeah. And then, so I'm saying sex Get, there's nothing there's that can no replace sex right. besides like I guess masturbation, masturbation but still it's not are we talking intercourse like in the hole yeah I think they're like with the with whoever you're having with another person oh so just like sexy time have, it doesn't have you can have sex on your own penetration <laughs> I'm making weird hand motions yeah. right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. I guess you can replace sex with other forms of simulation. Right. But I think I'm I think for the for this question, it's like any any type of seri- anything with a partner. Right. Okay. So no no, you can only have sex by yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I think the veggies it's got, it's going to be it's going to be I a mean, meat. You'd be very healthy. Say yeah. Yeah. I pro- I probably like reach all my goals. <laughs> That's true. 
a better long-term life. Yeah, for yes. And then you also get sex. I think you'll be end up you being sex and vegetables, very depressed you if you're like That's not true. having I sex. Need, I think you need human contact. Defs. Like to feel it. Like I love a good hug. It makes uh, it's the ox, it's the <laughs> serotonin. Oxytocin. No. Ser- no, I think I don't know. We're not talking. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> it's some good cuddle hormone shit that yeah. makes you feel good after sex. All right. Um, on that note. On that note, we're out. But again, don't forget to pre-order our book, When's Happy Hour? Work hard so you can hardly work. It is available everywhere you can buy books. Pre-order. It's coming out in October, which actually is a very scary that it's yeah. around the corner. And screenshot that you pre-ordered it, and we will we yeah. will post that. We're going to keep posting that stuff on our Insta. We're going to start posting that on our Insta stories. This episode was brought to you in partnership with Three Olives Vodka. Enjoy responsibly. All right. Bye. Bye. Batches.